0: Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado. With me is the uh, nonsensical Michael Johnson. That's your last name, right? Johnson? Johnson, yes. Ciao to the listeners at home. Yeah, today he is uh, impersonating a Frenchman. Ah, we. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it has to do with Charlie Hebdo. (laughs) He keeps calling Hebdo, and so I'm like, dude, you're not that French. Hebdo. Yeah, exactly. Hebda. What is it away? What is it to me? What is it to you? I feel like I should be ordering a stromboli from you. Do you want? No, it, it's an Italian dish, you fuck. You like Pop-Tart? What? I don't like Pop-Tarts. The French, we love
1: the Pop-Tart. What's it reminds it? us of how you say,
0: poo-poo in the butthole, dick in the poo-poo. Intercourse. Oh, oh God. Gotcha. But I say poopoo in the butthole makes sense because, like, where else is it going to be? And then Dickie and the poopy made a little less sense when you're talking about poopy in the butthole. But then I guess intercourse really Wee. kind of ties that nice bow on top. I'm really happy that you're bringing this up at the top of the you episode. You put
1: the Pop Tart down, you press the button. Oh, God. And the Pop Tart pop up like
0: a baby in nine months. It takes nine months? See, or we. I really, you know, I always knew that French society moved a little slower than American society, but nine months for something that takes us like 90 seconds? Listen. I see why Ben Franklin really enjoyed you guys. Yes.
2: Dick go in, baby come out. How you explain? Nobody
0: know. It falls into sin? We're all good. Uh, (laughs) Ah, (laughs) sin. Well... That's not what we're talking about today.
1: No, we're talking about, we're getting the real shit today. We're getting onto the last, right, this is the last one?
0: Yeah, this can definitely be the last one. The
1: final part of uh, so many, so many episodes series. Three, four, eight, who knows? Who's keeping track of these things? Hopefully someone who can count. Uh, I can tell you who's keeping count. Fucking... CIA dude
0: Nah it's probably more the NSA at this point Oh the NSA they're
1: fucking tapping on us We're getting into the last episode of Edward
0: Snowden Because
1: he's French
0: Yeah sure That's
1: why I did that accent
0: Yeah it made sense. He has no
1: affiliation with France at all You don't know that Where was he going where was he
0: flying to uh, Hong Kong Exactly <laughs> And then he was flying to like Ecuador Yeah through russia yeah france sure paris yeah 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 that's what we're talking about (laughs) god you're confusing so uh at this point snowden is uh working for the nsa through dell right yeah and he had that idea and made the program epic shelter the one that would like sift through all of the files and only take unique Mm -hmm. files um and because of that he was actually approached to work fully for Dell instead of doing like an hourly for Dell like get like a salaried position kind of thing wow moving um, up manager yeah i mean at this point he's like pretty close to top brass um and he works under this guy who he calls cliff cuz he uses different he uses false names for people
1: right like frank
0: yeah exactly and um oh, cliff so right. cliff is really the type of person that you need to be the boss of someone who, for lack of better terms, is a genius. Yeah. Because what Cliff would do is he would have these meetings with like the NSA and the CIA and just promise them like insane technology that nobody had. You and know, then,
1: you know, this, you heard about Google? We can do that.
0: Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, uh, you want all of your computers to be able to access every single thing that you've ever put in any of these little silos across the world? I got a guy. We got you. And so, like, just, like, basically like pipe dream technologies. Yeah. And he would just, like, promise them to these people and then turn to Snowden and be like, all right, you got to build it. What? Well, I didn't say I could do that. But that's the thing is it? he can. Ah. Uh, it's he like was how like, they invented the iPod. Yeah, basically, where Steve like, Jobs is like, hey, I got this great idea that you can have all of your music in your pocket. All right, now do it. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm going on vacation. Before you put it out there, just uh, let me look over it real quick. Okay. And then... uh,
1: So this all works, right?
0: It all works. Well, why don't, why don't we do it so that when you roll your finger around that circle, yeah. it kind of makes a click. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, dude, we just spent 17 months building it this exact way. What yeah. do you want us to add?
1: A click, a click sound. So, goes, yeah, but click, I also click, want click, a feel click. to feel the click, yeah, like a feel
0: a feel for the click. They're like, Oh, god, <laughs> okay, when do you need this? By He's like, oh. uh, next week, yeah, next week would be good. All right, sir, okay, sir. But well, we built it perfect,
1: so it wasn't any sound or anything.
0: We don't want it to be that perfect, we want it to be able to break in four to five years. by the next one, yeah. But back to Snowden, right? So, um.
1: So Cliff is making all these crazy promises for all these government agencies.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and literally tells Snowden, he's like, and, uh, if it doesn't work when they hit the power button, we're fucked. So, uh, make sure it works. Thanks. I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll hit right, I'll get right on that. And so, uh, Snowden starts working with his team to build a private cloud for the CIA. To use to transfer and store data.
1: Right. So where is this cloud located?
0: Nowhere. Oh, interesting. But that's the thing is that the intelligence community was always pissed off because they have what they call silos, which are basically buckets of data all over the world. And there's like billions of them. And they can't all be accessed unless you're physically there oh what the fuck yeah what's the point point? and that's what they were so pissed off about they're like we can't track our data we can't access a lot of it and so snowden's team was building a private cloud for them that was nicknamed frankie because it's a Oops. real monster so they nicknamed after frankenstein
1: oh i that went way over my head i know right frankie yeah that's
0: what they started calling
1: it because well, the monster's not frankenstein in the in the book it's that's the scientist. I know. Snowden would be Frankenstein, and the monster... uh wow. You should call it money.
0: <laughs> money sounds way too much like we're looking for money.
1: Ma- yeah, exactly. Are they monty, not? money, money, Like, I'd be super pissed if I was, like, the uh, the, the CEO of, of F- uh, FBI or whatever. I'm like, ah, I got all my porn in a silo in California. I got to fly all the way out there to see my is- weird Asian porn.
0: Michael, how is this the... Fourth episode we've done on Snowden, and like probably about like the 15th or 20th one we've done involving the CIA. Yeah, you still think they have a CEO, dude? Whatever, president, head. There you go, whatever.
1: Dude. I r- it's regardless, the government,
0: they're not regardless, corporations.
1: Regardless, who's at, at top, they got to fly all the way to California to get their weird Asian born, okay? And they got to do it on Lolita Express to get over there.
0: Yeah, it can't really be taking a uh, spirit. <laughs> no not when you're the CEO of of FBI book <laughs> <laughs> of FBI book that's a great nickname for Facebook yeah um so all of this is happening in like 2011 okay like 2010 2011 and in the book snowden actually references the fact that he and his girlfriend who eventually was his wife Lindsay oh they went to Best Buy to like get some things for their new apartment. And he was like blown away because he saw they have, uh, and this was, this came out a long time ago. Uh, GE made a fridge that was connected to the internet.
1: Yeah, Wi Fi fridges. Yeah. The beginning of the end of the
0: world. So you can like, you can like make texts and calls from your fridge, but it's mostly used so that you can be like, Pull up a YouTube video on how to chop onions without making you cry, Isn't and then it like you can watch it from your
1: fridge. No, like it's it's so you can check on your phone and you can see, you can peek inside your fridge to see if you have. There, you got, there
0: are ones like that. There are also that's ones, like the
1: stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well,
0: they they fixed that by making it a different thing where that same technology where now it's not like a, like a camera to check. Yeah, it's that when you put. The food in the fridge, you like scan the barcode and it will like send you a reminder of like, hey, your milk expires in like two days kind of thing. What the fuck? Am I running a goddamn grocery store in my Basically, fridge Basically, um, I, 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 I bought this fridge so I wouldn't be working at Jewel, Or that you can like go on Amazon or Whole Foods, whoever's delivering you your fucking groceries and just <laughs> like add, oh, I need more milk. Put milk on like while you're at the fridge.
1: All I'm saying is that if you, if Amazon offers this fridge, it should be free. I
0: mean, honestly, it sounds like an easy way to masturbate in the kitchen. Like uh, that—that's what I'm saying. Like, Just like a big screen right on the wall, right on it. And you're there like, you mm. go. Yeah. Like, uh, what's this milk Pornhub doing? Pornhub.com.
1: Just start fucking the salad dressing. Like Am- Amazon, I never, need another.
0: <laughs> have you never heard of cantaloupes, sir?
1: Uh, no. <laughs>
0: Tell me more about this Kent elope
1: yes so you can elope with the can't
0: elope but no you can't (laughs) uh but it's also the same time that people are starting to get virtual assistants like alexa cortana oh yeah fucking google whatever they named their robotic fucking voice i think they called it um the terminator oh yeah yeah hey sarah connor sarah connor come with me if you want to live (laughs) Uh, which people have in like their fucking bedrooms, their yeah. living rooms, their kitchens. You're just so they can the walk government in. to spy on you now. Yeah, but it's because they want to be able to walk in their house and be like, Alexa, turn on the kitchen lights and set the oven to preheat to 375. And then it does it. Yeah. Alexa, change the temperature to 73 degrees. You know, it's like, yeah, it's really helpful if you don't want to walk around your house. How... Incapacitated are you? That not you at all. This? We're just very lazy because we live in I'm an not, era dude. of let's make our consumer as happy as possible. Yeah, that's why we have same day delivery.
1: Insane, un, 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 un uh, unsustainable is
0: what it is. But um, but those virtual assistants because they are speakers, and now Facebook and, and even also like
1: microphones. So.
0: Mm-hmm, Facebook makes one now, the portal that is a, uh, it it's follows for, like, you around. Yes. Yeah, like Facebook chats. You can do like video chats and stuff, but yeah, it literally will like track you across the house. Yeah. I'll keep it, keep a constant uh, look at your face. And like, how do you know that when you're not doing a video call that that camera is not on? Cause there's no like red light anymore that you need to have to show that you're recording. Right. Um, just assume that's always on like the cell phone. Mm hmm. And so these things are actually made to like record and transmit all activity within its range. Yeah. And then log your habits and preferences. So if it's in your bedroom, they'll re- record all your fetishes and kinks. All uh, right. He
1: has three whips and two dildos.
0: Well, that way that their advertising algorithms can try and sell you more shit that they think you might like.
1: Would you like some KY jelly to go with your three dildos?
0: Like they hear you like, hey, honey, pass me some more toilet paper. And it's like... Next time you turn on Google it's like, hey, did you wanna buy a giant thing of toilet paper? How'd you know? That's exactly oh, what I need. I just ran out. How'd you know?
1: You know what's even crazier is uh Roomba. They uh they have even Roomba, the one the stupid thing that cleans your house, it tracks where your furniture is. Yeah, it digitally and it,
0: maps your house. And it
1: sends you ads
0: to say, Hey, you know, there's a new version of that furniture that you have. That's insane. Like I've always known that like they digitally map your house so yeah, it, it knows where it's going, but like somebody can hack into your Roomba and then get like a blueprint of your house. Yeah. It's like, okay, Dean keeps his bed here. Okay. And the tissues there.
1: Interesting. And the KY jelly oh.
0: How does why does Roomba keep all the con- Is he sponsored by KY? Like what's going on here?
1: Go to KY.com slash wild wasteland to get a free hand job.
0: Is that what ha- is that what they sell? KY Jelly sells handjobs now? Well,
1: no, but we're selling handjobs on their website. <laughs> oh. Got to make money somehow with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought that's what the back alley was for. Oh. Um, but, so everyone and their fucking sister are rolling out, at the same time, public uh, cloud storage platforms. So while the government is building this, inma- this massive cloud storage for itself, people are like, oh, well, let's give this to the public. Yeah. Which they were putting them out as either cheap or free. hmm And so everyone starts to use them. I mean, hell, the Google Drive I write this on is fucking cloud-based. Yeah. You know? So.
1: We're in the system, too. This
0: kind of, It kind of defeats the purpose of personal computing because you aren't storing it. Yeah, you're
1: connected to it, the, the, uh,
0: the cloud, yeah. Yeah, you're not storing it on a personal server. Or a personal device. Exactly. Um it's not really your personal data anymore. Yeah. And that's uh, that's kind of the issue with clouds is because no one's going to read the terms and agreements. I know I don't. And if, if you did, you probably wouldn't accept them. Yeah. Because when you upload to a cloud server, yeah, you can store your stuff, and it effect- but it effectively becomes controlled and owned by the company that runs that cloud and they can use that for anything they want mostly advertising so more people
1: come to their services
0: yeah but you know if the company that runs a cloud that you use doesn't like the things that you're putting on there we can just take you out they can just delete all your data but they'll keep a copy for themselves in case they need to like turn it over to the authorities
1: yeah you never know
0: yeah because it's not your data I yeah. think actually when um, when Andrew Yang started running for president, that was one of the big things he was talking about. Before everyone got all swept up in his universal basic income. Yeah, do the math. Uh, he was talking about how one of the big things he wanted to do as president is make sure that your personal data is owned by you. Which I was like, that's very interesting. That's what got me looking into clouds. Because um, this brings up a very different issue... That a different book I just finished taught me, which is called, uh, 10, 10 arguments for deleting your social media accounts right now yeah, by, uh, Jaron Lanier. Now the 10 arguments are that you're losing your free will, right? That quitting social media is the most finely targeted way to resist the insanity of our times, right? That it is making you into an asshole. It's undermining truth. Uh, it's making everything you say meaningless. It's destroying your capacity for empathy, making you unhappy. It doesn't want you to have economic dignity, making politics impossible. And the last one is the most fun that social media hates your soul because is, it's effectively a new religion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with all this. And, um, except uh, I would add, uh, and the Jews are taking your money. That's, uh, that would be, that'd be my 10th point. That's fair the social media Jews. Well, oh. like Mark Zuckerberg. Or... You could
0: just call him by his regular last name. He <laughs> <Yeah>. is Jewish. <laughs> I say Mark Zuckerberg is actually a fraternity brother of mine.
1: Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's I don't know why I'm in Polish.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I was thinking of uh, Stein. Oh, uh, okay. Mark G- Zuckerberg Goldstein.
0: And uh but this this book is actually It is very convincing, but it also just helps you understand more of what's wrong with social media. And a lot of it is the algorithm. It's the algorithm that it runs itself on. Yeah, And it's the fact that that algorithm cuts apart everything and just kind of gives you little bits that it knows will stir up some emotion in you because it knows that if you're emotional, you're going to pay more attention to it.
1: Yeah, anger is the most um, prolific emotion on the internet.
0: Of course, because it captures the most attention.
1: Yeah, it sells like a thousand to one compared Mm -hmm. to like empathy or love or or happiness or anything else. Yeah. And so it's going
0: to promote anger more than happiness and that's why people are getting more sad. But people also are assholes on it because you have that degree of separation yeah and at the same time it turns into a pack mentality very quickly of like as soon as someone posts something it's us versus them Uh, yeah every time you see that all day long oh yeah even in the fucking community and the reason that what it's making everything you say meaningless is because there's no context to what you say yeah so like on our podcast people can understand that uh joke we make was made in the middle of a conversation and it's not like we're like out here being like the jews are replacing us you know like <laughs> so we make a fun joke about yeah. jews
1: yeah that was a fun joke about there's a joke about a joke about jews yeah
0: you don't have to really emphasize joke that much well right? you know, you know sometimes doesn't seem you like have a to joke. hit
1: people over the head
0: what type of people are you talking about huh uh, jews oh okay good yeah. good 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 they do need a good smack in the face sometimes. But uh yeah, it's really hard just, to not just hit the nose. But if you
1: just read that our exchange right there in a in a uh yeah, out of context and in like a transcript, it would uh,
0: sound about as bad as it just sounded. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the thing is like there's no context in social media. He he gives a good point of like imagine if a podcast yeah. was made by an algorithm. It and it just, just took cuts and little like Clips of different podcasts that were talking about the same thing. Yeah, and just put it all together and put it out.
1: Well, it'd probably sound like shit because most podcasts sound like shit, except for
0: ours. Yeah, but then also at the same time, people who do podcasts are gonna start trying to use these keywords so that they get picked up by this algorithmic podcast so that they get more, you know, acclaim. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Kobe. R. I. P. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's daughter. Kobe Beef. Oh, that's Kobe. Well,
1: most people misspell things.
0: That's fair. I mean, they're spelled the exact same way. Oh. That's well, why I was so confused that, right? when I was reading all these Kobe Bryant posts, because I was like, what's wrong with Kobe? Oh,
1: Kobe. Oh, oh, Kobe. Basketball player, not the Japanese delicious
0: beef. Beef. <laughs> yeah. Um. But this is one of like, the issues, is that the world accepts this stuff because yeah. we love to be lazy. Really at the end of the day, we like when technology makes our life easier. Dude, I got that's 8 why Roomba's. We, that's why we keep increasing what the technology can do. Yeah. I mean, last time we were talking, you were talking about USB's. How yeah. you found like a terabyte USB. Yeah. Back in 2012 card, yeah. when Snowden is uh We'll get to this later when he's attempting to get all of his uh the documents that he's gonna release out of uh the facility that he's working in. Mm-hmm. He even said he's like, I could I couldn't use USBs because they're too bulky and can't hold enough data. Yeah, because in twenty twelve, I think it was
1: maxed out like eight gigs.
0: Yeah. I think, and then by twenty fifteen right? they're at like sixty four gigs, hundred and twenty eight gigs. Yeah. And now they're at terabyte. I've <laughs> seen a three terabyte
1: USB. Yeah, they call mini hard mini hard drive. They, they, there's a word for them. They they don't call them. SD, they don't call them like gig sticks or anything. It's like it's like mini hard drive, and it's like the size of a of a gig stick. Yeah,
0: and it's, it's like, nuts.
1: I don't. I things are just getting smaller and smaller, man.
0: But so all of this information that he had recently figured out was really overwhelming for Snowden. Um, it's overwhelming for me and I'm drinking. I know. Well, because he had the realizations that the world would never be the same and we're allowing and encouraging all of these changes to our civil liberties without realizing it. We're, we're, we're allowing big brother into our lives yeah, because it makes our lives easier, but that's not how it should work. Right. It shouldn't be like, like, like the laws are not made to make police officers' jobs easier. Right. You know? They're made so that they can actually find the truth and, like, get to the root of a crime. Yeah, protect the innocent. hmm This is just, everyone's probably not that guilty, but we're going to find out just how guilty you are in case we ever yeah. need to prove that you're guilty.
1: Right, Yeah. You then, were gonna do that regardless, weren't you? You fucking sick bastard!
0: And they're like, "No, I was never planning that." They're like, "Well, we have a
1: you were thinking about 75 it
0: seventy five hours of audio footage of you joking about it with your friends in your living room from your Alexa." So, God damn it, what do you have to say about to it right now?
2: now.
0: <laughs> but so, actually, Snowden then had uh, an epileptic seizure. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess his mom was epileptic. And they never knew if he was or wasn't. And then in 2011, he found out he has epilepsy and started having a lot of seizures. Um, so for the latter half of 2011, he was basically constantly on bed rest. Right. Um, like he wasn't allowed to drive. So Lindsay had to drive him to and from these like meetings that he had to be at, Mm -hmm. uh, because he was up in Maryland and they were dying in Virginia. But thankfully, because he was, he was working in tech, he could do most of his work remotely. All he right. needed was his laptop and his phone. And uh, it gave him a lot of time to think about our privacy as citizens in a country that was based on having the freedom to do and say whatever we want. Ain't that, some, ain't that the crazy shit? And he makes a great point right here. So I do want to quote him. And he says... Uh, Ultimately, saying that you don't care about privacy because you have nothing to hide is no different from saying that you don't care about freedom of speech because you have nothing to say. Or that you don't care about the freedom of press because you don't like to read. Or that you don't care about the freedom of religion because you don't believe in God. Or that you don't care about the freedom to peacefully assemble because you're a lazy, antisocial agrophobe just because this or that freedom might not have meaning to you today doesn't mean it doesn't or won't have meaning tomorrow. To you or to your neighbor or to the crowds of uh, principal dissidents I was following on my phone who are protesting halfway across the planet hoping to gain just a fraction of the freedoms that my country was busily dismantling. Wow.
1: Yeah, because you hear that all the time, like, Ah, uh, I ain't got nothing to hide. What's it? What's it doesn't matter if the government just has all this stuff on me, man. Like,
0: yeah, that's the stupidest it fucking thing in the world. And I love when I love when he says that I don't care about the freedom of press because I don't like to read. Well, like, it's a good it's a great point that he makes there is that just because you don't think that you have anything to hide doesn't mean you should shouldn't care. Yeah. That they're doing this. Yeah. And that they're overreaching on our civil liberties, and we're like, yeah, well, that's just what they do. It's not how it should go. No, it's not how it's supposed to go. And so in 2012, Snowden had taken a step back professionally, so he was at basically the top of the top, and he went down a few steps. Yeah. And he took an easier position in Hawaii, because all of his doctors were like, That'd probably be good for your mental health and for like the seizures and everything, being like yeah. a nice climate, be somewhere you don't have to drive, somewhere you can bike a lot. Tons of mold,
1: uh, <laughs> out, 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 amazing homeless population.
0: This is in 2012, sir. Uh, no, there's... not 2020.
1: Okay. Oh, there's, uh, there's an insane, there's always been an insane amount of fucking homeless in Hawaii.
0: Well, yeah, because once you get there, how are you supposed to get back?
1: You're stuck. Yeah.
0: I do know. You made yourself homeless on an island.
1: Yeah, and then, like, you can't work your way out because there's no fucking jobs. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Learn to code? <laughs> well, you can, but you can't... There's no fir- There's no coding firms or anything on the fucking island. What are you going to code? How are you going to learn to code?
0: You also don't have a computer. Damn, they got me.
1: <laughs> yeah. You got your phone, right? Nah, it's 2012. I don't have anything. <laughs> cool phones are, are around, but they're still outrageously expensive. Yeah and not well adapted to the society that we live in. When's Samson coming out with a phone that's usable?
0: Try to think of what phone I had in 2012. Because it was my freshman year of college. Oh, wow. I had the Motorola Turbo. It was the Turbo. It was the first turbo-charging phone. Yeah, was it a smartphone? Yeah, it was a smartphone. I I remember when I had the first fucking smartphone. Yeah, not that like Nokia flip one, but it came out at the same time. It was the uh, the NV three. It had a touch screen on one side and then the full qwerty keyboard when you opened it. Oh, I had a
1: uh, a Windows phone.
0: <laughs> I guess the first
1: HD seven or something?
0: smartphone was the BlackBerry. I guess. Because it could get on the internet. It had games. It was no. used for emailing. The first and texting. Uh, smartphone was the N-Gage.
1: Do you even know what that is? No, I don't. It's the stupid fucking gaming thing that
0: came out in like 2004.
1: It was like garbage.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah. And then everyone had that like space age one where like you flip the screen up. Yeah. And it looked like a Game Boy. Yeah. 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 That one was the so Razor? cool. The Razer? No, that, it was not the Razer. The Razer was a really thin phone. Right. And then I actually got the Razer they made as a touchscreen phone. And now they're putting the Razer out again as a, for some reason, flip phone with two touchscreens. Yeah, it folds. No, it literally is a flip phone. It's like <sighs> the same body as the original Razer. So it's super thin, but there's like a small touchscreen on the front and then another touchscreen inside. Like That's just dumb. But... Either way, back to Snowden.
1: So so he's living in Hawaii. He's living in Hawaii. Because he has uh, epilepsy.
0: And he's working at a base that's called the Tunnel. Because it's literally, it was a they giant- tunnel through a mountain or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in a tunnel that goes through a mountain. But it's underneath a uh, pineapple farm. Ah. Uh, in Oahu. Oahu. Which is where Honolulu is. It's the capital. Yeah. Um. And he was Hawaii's SharePoint Systems Administrator, which made him, in effect, the reader-in-chief at one of the agency's most significant facilities. Okay. And so what he did was what he always does. As soon as he gets a new position, he figures out how to automate all of his tasks. Yeah. So that he can just, like, focus on other things.
1: That's awesome. I know, right? Just fuck off.
0: Yeah. He's like, okay. You want me to do that, 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 and that on these exact times? Sure. Okay. Writes a code to do it, do it little for a
1: code, 5 o'clock, uh, send out uh, naked pictures of Hillary Clinton to- To uh, Trump's server. Well, 2012, no, it would have been uh, Obama's server.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure there's some pictures out there that you just don't want to see. And then he's like, all right, finally some- Ah, uh.
1: <laughs>
0: Bill, what are you doing? i will cheat on that bitch too. <laughs> and he gets one of Monica Lewinsky nowadays. He's like, wait, mm, not so sure.
1: But just about the same. <laughs> Obviously, Bill has a type.
0: Yeah, the saxophone. But so what? Uh, so he at that current time, his interest was to find and understand if there was an American surveillance system that actually existed. Yeah. Cause he had seen documents talking about how they could do it. But if it was real, he wanted to understand exactly how the system worked because before he want, he, he says before you can decide what, if anything you can do about it, you have to know how the fucking thing works yeah. entirely. And, uh, so he set up his own tour server in his house to strengthen the whole tour network, and also to lightly hide what he was, uh, his personal activity. Yeah,
1: Silk Road, you know, get buying some Bitcoin, twenty twelve, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, buying some uh, LSD to microdose.
1: <laughs> Damn, you you gotta find you gotta find the uh, the center of the universe, dude. I get it.
0: But he was, uh, he started digging like a fucking pro, and so he would like find NSA systems that he had never heard of. And he would like dig and dig and dig and dig and dig, dig, find out what it was, what it was used for, like figure out if it's part of the system. If it's not part of the system, then get rid of it. And then he would see a system that like the name, he would recognize it, but there'd be like no description on it. So he would dig into that. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that he had already kind of figured out a way to do this because in 2009, He started reading these things called reader boards, which Mm. the NSA puts out on their intranet.
1: Their intranet? Intra. Intranet?
0: Yeah, so an intranet would be an internal internet, effectively. So a network's internet. Yeah, exactly. Like a private network. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And these reader boards are like digital bulletin boards uh, where, like, it functions kind of as like a news blog.
1: Like... Thursday, we're going to have chili in the, uh, in the, in the, in every, uh, every, uh, nah,
0: more like, more like, hey, we just finished, uh, compiling all the info on this terrorist cell organization. Here's what we got. And mm-hmm. it's because it was all product of classified intelligence activities that they could circulate through the NSA. But there are different sites with individual reader boards. Right. And so he created a system that works similar to Epic Shelter, which would automatically scan for new and unique documents mm-hmm. and, like, get rid of the ones that it has duplicates of. Oh, okay. Now, he called this Heartbeat. Mm, now, Heartbeat did its job incredibly well uh, because it went beyond the NSA net. And it actually went into the networks of the CIA, the FBI, the Joint Worldwide Intelligence Communications System, damn, and the Department of Defense's intranet.
1: It was just crawling through there, huh? Just wiggling around. Mm-hmm. It's like, and a, actually, at is one this point, a virus? well, when he or?
0: first started it, uh, somebody else, the NSA, saw it come up as like downloading and copying these files. And like refused to give it any permissions to anything. Mm-hmm. And then reached out to Snowden, was like, hey, what the fuck is this? And he was like, look, this is what it is. And the guy was like, Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. And gave it all the permissions it needed. <laughs> because what what it really did for people in the NSA was that it was it could give any NSA officer a personalized reader board. Mm-hmm. It was customized to their level of clearance. Ah, so fine,
1: like pretty much like uh, having an Alexa in your house. He just introduced having an Alexa in your uh, your top secret intranet. Huh? He
0: kind of like made a Google that actually didn't care about advertising. Yeah, for the NSA. Oh yeah, that was specific to the person who logged in. Oh, that's great. No, I get to just search anything I want. Good. And, well and it, you
1: and you're not gonna do anything like evil with it, right? Like blow any whistles if you find anything
0: crazy. No, 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 no no, 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 I mean, okay. come on, you hired Snowden for to to make sure you can get into all these fucking <laughs> yeah. individual buckets. No, I get it. Yeah. And now he's like, hey, I connected everything. Alright, you're the key master, right? Kinda. You're
1: not gonna do anything like it. Nah. You're not gonna like make make it look stupid or anything, right?
0: Well, to be fair, Heartbeat is actually how Snowden got all of the documents that he ended up giving to journalists. Oh. So. Ooh. Because it looked... <laughs> in the CIA, in the NSA and CIA's eyes... Yeah. It was just Heartbeat doing his job. Okay. So, Heartbeat is actually how Snowden gets all of the documents that he ends up giving to the journalists. Yeah. Because... And he gets so concerned when he starts, like, pulling these documents, but, like, he also kind of realizes that from an external view, this is what Heartbeat was made to do. Yeah, like, he's
1: he's been uh, always wanting to blow this whistle. He just didn't know that he wanted to do it right
0: now. So, but this brings us to one of uh, the documents that actually got most of the attention. The alien one. No, it's actually that uh, it was the new surveillance position that the NSA sur- shared with the people that they call the Five Eyes. Now, the Five Eyes are Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US. None of those
1: countries have eyes in them.
0: No, no, no. eyes isn't like an eyeball. They are the. They all share. <laughs> their intelligence with each other because we're all allies. Wouldn't that be the ten eyes? No. It's, it's five countries.
2: Well, each country
1: has five two eyes each. No, they don't. They each have one. Each each country is controlled by a, a by cyclops? A, yeah. Uh, I'm the U.S.
0: Cyclops. Yeah. Effectively. Where's my intelligence? I ran these wires under the ocean for you. <laughs> But their uh <laughs> their new position for surveillance and the one that like the reason it got so much headlines is because when they present it to the 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 five eyes yeah it's PR it's not you know hard data mm-hmm. they have to sell it yeah. Like that's the thing about life is like it doesn't matter if it's a governmental agency or if it's a small business, you gotta kind of fucking sell it. Yeah, you need a CEO. Otherwise, people won't jump on. Yeah. And so the what it was is that their stance is sniff it all, know it all, collect it all, process it all, exploit it all, and partner it all. Which means <laughs> sniff it all is find a data source. Yeah. Know it all means find out. What that data was, collect it all is exactly what it says, process it all, exactly what it says, analyze it for usable intelligence, exploit it all is use it to further the intelligence community's aims, and then partner it all means to share it with all the allies. Right. So, so basically, they're telling it's everyone- It's been and whoring out
1: data like it's- Yeah. It's uh,
0: 25 cents a pop. And they want to do it with all these countries too. They're like, "Hey, this is how we're gonna do it. This is how we want you to do it, and we're gonna share everything and we're gonna know everything because of this." So, so
1: like the five, like so, someone in Australia, he's in the Five Eyes. He can look at what they collected on us. No. Okay.
0: No. America's always basically like a little above everyone else. Oh, okay. That's how we, like we to get to, things. But
1: Americans get to get uh, the American intelligence agency gets to spy on Australians. Yeah, so Cliff, he's into Foster beer.
0: Okay, all right, we that's that. well. That's what we were talking about in the last episode. Is it like all ways of getting to the internet? Yeah, Going go through it. America. Uh crazy. So yeah, even though there are allies, yeah, we kind of spy on them too. Of course we do. Um, other documents that he revealed showed how the Patriot Act. Included what's known as a uh, business records provision. Like, what Basically, the hell does that mean? major American telecom companies, Verizon, AT and T, all Comcast, everything, yeah, would give all the records of data and metadata on an ongoing, daily basis to the NSA.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: And the legislation that allowed uh, the intelligence community to target any foreigner outside the U S deemed likely to communicate foreign intelligence information, which the NSA used to justify their two biggest internet surveillance methods. It's called one's called prism Mm -hmm. and the other one is upstream collection. Now prism enables the NSA to routinely collect data from Microsoft, Yahoo, Google, Facebook, Pal Talk, YouTube, Skype, AOL, and Apple. Damn it! All, all the all the things I use to send dick pics and jerk off to. That includes that they can connect, that they can, that the NSA can collect are emails, photos, videos, audio no. chats, web browsing content, search engine queries, and all other data stored on any of those companies' cloud services. Whew!
1: I never did anything queer on there, so I'm fine.
0: But that's everything, basically,
1: right? Oh, the, the queries, though, that's that's the one I'm worried about. I, didn't ever, I never did anything gay. I'm good. Yeah, I guess you're good.
0: You, yeah. never did any, you never did any gay stuff with the search engine?
1: No, no, never.
0: I don't believe you. Well, there was that. I'm sure you're like, how to get something out of your butthole without <laughs> extra lube? Wait, so that would, How to like- get the bottle of lube out of your butthole?
1: How, so, like. That would pop on in their queries? Yeah.
0: Damn it. They, they would collect that.
1: Oh, shit. Now- I'd Do that every other week.
0: Well, that in itself is terrifying that they, can con- that they can collect all that shit.
1: Yeah, literally everything. And then they force the fucking ISPs that give them everything
0: else. Mm-hmm. Because upstream collection is actually even more invasive. Yeah. Because- It was effectively, and still is, a secret wiretapping into the actual fiber optic network that is the internet. And it enabled routine capturing of data directly from private sector internet. Basically, the way it works is that when you go to the internet, and you type in a website, and you hit enter. Yeah. Yeah your search your specific request goes out and goes through these two machines. One's called turmoil, which makes a copy of the data that's coming through. And then it goes through one that they call turbine, which is active collection. So it sees what you're looking for is also going through all the shit that you've always looked for deems. If it's, you know, if it meets like the qualifications to go under more scrutiny, and if it does, it sends you through an NSA server before completing your request. Son of a bitch. And all this happens in milliseconds. So you wouldn't even notice it. No, there's no way of noticing it. Damn. It, to you, it just looks like a normal request to get to an, a webpage.
1: That's insane.
0: Mm-hmm. So in effect, your entire digital life is catalogued, copied... And just waiting to be used against you every single time that you're online.
1: So you know all about my. Uh,
0: well, and my be honest with yourself. Health. Yeah. When are you not online? Uh, literally when I'm sleeping. But even then, your phone is still online. You fucking bitch. It's giving away everything. That's what I'm saying. It's like if you look at your life, you're never offline.
1: I got to start living in a cabin in the woods.
0: Even that's not offline anymore. Oh, damn it. That's
1: on the Wi-Fi, too. Mm-hmm. Because my refrigerator is a fucking whore.
0: Exactly. They can hack into your fridge and just listen through that.
1: They'll be like, I see that you're running low on
0: tomato juice. We'll send an FBI van to bring you some. Oh, like, thank you. And, th- and that's like... Convenient. I mean, it's fucking mind-blowing, the amount of stuff they can have on people.
1: Yeah, and it just never ends. And they just, everything's getting smaller and smaller. So their servers are getting smaller. Pretty soon, they'll just be walking around with servers in their pockets.
0: Yeah. But so when Snowden figures out all this, he starts planning on how he will blow the whistle on the whole thing. Because he's already seen Chelsea, like what happened to Chelsea Manning. Yeah. Which, for those of you who don't know, Chelsea Manning was. And is a uh, ex-military uh-huh. personnel. You want to say transgendered woman? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she gave this massive cache of documents to WikiLeaks. Right. That showed a lot of, like, torture and a lot of very bad practices that were going on in the Army. She was charged with the Espionage Act.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And put in prison from 2010 until about 2017 when she was pardoned. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. So seven years in prison. And uh, and in those seven years, they also put Julian Assange in prison, who is the one who runs WikiLeaks. Mm -hmm. And he's never getting out. No, he's not. And it's ridiculous.
1: And he's going to be in prison for the rest of his life because freedom of information?
0: I guess so. So, Snowden was like, okay, well, I can't do the WikiLeaks route. Yeah. He goes, I can't try and send this up the chain of command, because I know what happened last time.
1: Yeah, they're just going to...
0: So, he decided to go the media route, which basically, he would give more than enough information to certain journalists that he trusts Mm -hmm. will take that info... Take out all the parts that could actually, like, you know, endanger people, Mm -hmm. and then also he knew that they would never reveal his identity.
1: Uh, that's too bad. He should have went the hustler route, like uh, the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski. Mm. He uh,
0: he was just on the run forever.
1: He sent his manifesto to (laughs) Hustler magazine, and they published it. Too bad Snowden didn't do
0: that. No, he didn't. Yeah. But he had to balance, uh, you know, not being found out that he was the informant with giving them information mm-hmm. while trying to get far enough away from the U.S. so he didn't have to go to prison and that he was in a country that wouldn't extradite him back to the U.S. Right. Because a lot of fucking countries will extradite you just right back to the U.S. because they don't oh, want to yeah. deal with the bullshit that the U.S. will put them through to yeah. get that person back.
1: Like, uh, fucking, like, what are the
0: Look, at, look, at, Julian Ass- look yeah. at Julian Assange.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: He was held up in an embassy mm-hmm. for years. And then once that embassy couldn't deal with the pressure from the U.S. any long, he got extradited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he had put together, Snowden put together this, like, core group of journalists that he would only communicate on these, like, very heavily encrypted servers that he built mm-hmm. and like massively massively encrypted communication. Uh so like Skype. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just using Skype. Skype Skype video chat.
1: Oh. Facebook WhatsApp.
0: Well so this is this is where I think that this guy is like fucking the tech MacGyver. Yeah. To communicate without leaving a trace, right? It's very fucking difficult, um, because your computer has what's called a MAC code. You motherfucker. It's a machine address code. Basically, when you go onto the internet, yeah, the internet sees that your specific machine access address code is accessing the internet.
1: Not on Raspberry Pis. Sure. They're burner devices.
0: Well, so to communicate without leaving a trace, the thing is he also couldn't use like his home Wi Fi. He can't use like a McDonald's Wi Fi because those are all GPS located.
1: So he had to run a fucking thirty-five mile CAD six from from a McDonald's
0: in <laughs> the mm, other town over. Much better actually. Oh. He turned his car into a mobile Wi Fi sensor.
1: Oh yeah, they do that at um. They sh- I I saw that in the uh, the video that we were watching, from um
0: what was it what con, DefCon? Yeah, from DefCon, the guy was like showing how to do it. Well, so he had his laptop, a high powered antenna, and a magnetic GPS sensor that he like slaps on the roof of his car, and just drove around Hawaii, collecting Wi-Fis.
1: You know, it's even crazy. So he could bounce now. between them. You could do that with a a drone.
0: Yeah, you totally can.
1: Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't even need a car now.
0: And then he was also using a really cheap laptop that he that he bought uh, that he was running an operating system called Tails. Mm-hmm. Now Tails is a Linux based amnesiac uh, operating system. So basically, it forgets everything. As soon as you turn off the computer. And when you reboot it, it's all fresh. Nice. I need to do that. That's what that's what Tails does for people. I use Ubuntu. Okay. Um I think like, I was thinking about getting like Linux on a laptop, but I also don't yeah. really want Linux on a laptop. Yeah.
1: That that thing I was showing you earlier runs Linux.
0: Hmm. But so uh this allowed him to spoof his Mac code. Okay. So whenever it hooked up to a Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi couldn't see it was coming from him. Nice. And Tails also has a built-in support for connecting to a Tor, mm-hmm. to a Tor system. Yeah. Um. So his plan was simple. Read, write, execute, which are computing permissions. Basically, read allows you to read a file, access its contents. Write allows you to modify the contents and Execute will run the program, right? Yeah. That's his full plan. Read, write, execute. He wanted to go into the world's most secure network to find the truth, make a copy of it, and get it out to the world without being caught. And he did this? Sounds easy enough, right?
1: Yeah, it sounds like the most complicated thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Yeah. It was. Okay. Well, I mean, he he got all this stuff with Heartbeat. He ends up uh, putting them on sd cards so he used sd cards because they're smaller than flash drives but he goes back to the tunnel and the tunnel had actually upgraded all their systems and they're now using these like computer terminals that don't store anything Mm -hmm. and everything's stored in the cloud
1: god damn it the thing i created And,
0: and it's it's actually hilarious he He's in the tunnel and he goes and finds there's like a stack of computers in the back from like 2010, 2011, like big hardware, hardware towers. He grabs one of those and starts walking back to his desk. And, uh, one of, one of his coworkers is like, Hey, what are you doing with that? And he goes, stealing secrets. And they just start laughing about it. Oh, you fucking, Oh, you jokester. Uh...
1: No, that's exactly what he was doing i'm stealing everything
0: yeah he's like i'm gonna steal some secrets uh <laughs> i wonder what would happen if,
1: the story could be over right there if uh i
0: know right only <laughs> like, that was one risky ass joke for a guy who has epilepsy from stress
1: yeah um but also uh the reason why i was using sd cards is um they're faster they read and write faster
0: yeah but i mean the amount of documents he was putting onto these SD cards is yeah. still insane.
1: Yeah, compared to a but compared to a fucking a stick. It's like you could do it in like half the time with an SD card.
0: It's also a lot easier to get out. Yeah. Of the facility. You just gotta stick it up your butt. <laughs> I feel like a USB would be better to stick up your butt than an SD card. Nah, 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 nah. Either way. Boy, um
1: I got a I got a slanted butt.
0: But so yeah. So he goes in, he copies all of the uh pieces of information that he needed and encrypts the shit out of these SD cards yeah and sends specific pieces of information to specific journalists and uh invites this is this is nice and not nice of him is like the way that he had to leave cause he was on medical leave right For his epilepsy. Yeah. And he invited his mom out to Hawaii to hang out with his wife. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they went out for the day. Yeah. He, like, destroys all of his hard drives, takes a small bag of clothes, a few of his, like, dummy laptops, and just fucking leaves. Bye. No note, no nothing. Because he knew that once the NSA figured out, and once the CIA figured out that he was the one who blew the whistle, yeah. and he was the one who gave these documents to people, they would question her. Right. Like, where where the fuck is he? And so she had to have no clue. Damn. So in his book, he actually even, one full chapter is uh, just Lindsay's diary entries from that time. Mm-hmm. Because he, he's, I mean, he's with her now, but- She was like, obviously distraught. She understood that, like, that was the only way he could have done it. But obviously, she was not happy about it.
1: No, you, I can't imagine a lot of people would be happy about it. Yeah, right? It's like, damn, I just got out of this relationship with the guy from fucking WikiLeaks and he fucking in prison. Now, this,
0: (laughs) he's gone. I know how to pick him, huh? Yeah. Really good picking people who know how to leave me forever. (laughs) But, so he leaves and he goes to Hong Kong. Yeah. And right. a few, like, only one or two journalists come over to meet with him. Because it's
1: Hong Kong. Come on.
0: Well, and so he meets with them. And then he's working with this one woman who helps him try and get to another country that won't extradite him. Because when the news breaks, they still don't know exactly who it is. Yeah. And then.
1: Probably got a suspicion. Could be the guy that just destroyed all of his hard drives and. And left...
0: Well, no, because he's still on medical leave. Right. So it doesn't look suspicious that he's not showing up to work.
1: But it's like, who's the guy that could do... Who has access to everything? Well, I guess everyone has access now if you're an officer. Because, <laughs> like, he pretty much gave everybody a heartbeat. Yeah, right? Could have been literally anybody. He could have blamed it on a kid. <laughs> the youngest officer that's ever hit the NSA office.
0: I mean... He did this all when he was, like, 29.
1: I guess he would technically probably be the youngest officer. then.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: Cause, uh, I'm just saying, like, if you know how to do all this stuff, you could probably make it look like someone else did it if you have this technically advanced.
0: Leave I mean, a fingerprint
1: for, like someone else's. I would have I made it so it looked like Hoover did it all. <laughs> It's like he came back from the dead or something. <laughs> it's like, wait, Hoover Hoover 69? Who the fuck?
0: Wait a second.
1: User Hoover 69.
0: <gasps> is that Jay Edgar? Well, so, right. He, sorry, he was trying to go to Bolivia.
1: Oh, uh, the, the best place to live.
0: But the issue with it is that when he was in Hong Kong, he was about to fly... To Russia, because they have to fly- a connecting flight. Well, not even that. They have to get these flights that don't go in the airspace of a country that would extradite him back.
1: Yeah, because if you fly over a country, you have to-
0: You have to abide by their laws, and they can tell your plane to ground, and then they'll extradite you and send you back. Yeah. So you have to fly these crazy routes, and so he was flying through Russia, and they had to stop. And he was going to get another one to go to Bolivia. Right. And the Russians stopped him, bring him to this room. And this one uh, lawyer slash reporter that was helping him, like, was like, I'm not leaving him. So I'm Mm going to go with him. And basically, Snowden thought they were trying to use him. Like, the Russians were trying to use him as leverage. Yeah. And, like, trying to, like, leverage what he knew. So he's like, I don't know anything kind of shit. And um, that was when the news broke that it was him that was the informant. And his his face is
1: all over the fucking news. All over the news. Public enemy number one of America.
0: Yeah. So, like, all these journalists, like, found out that he was at that airport and they were trying to, get to him. And the Russians actually ended up being like, listen, don't worry. Listen, comrade. We're not going to send you out into that, like, media shitstorm out there you can stay at the airport and we'll give you temporary asylum. And he's still in Russia because they revoked all of his passports, they revoked all they canceled all of his credit lines. They you know, did everything the the CIA would do for someone who they believe to be a spy.
1: They just blacklisted him. Yeah. Or uh, burn notice.
0: And so he now lives in Russia doesn't have email doesn't have a set phone doesn't have credit cards
1: but he does um he does once in a while like Skype or something i forget how he does it but he video chats with like universities and he was on Joe Rogan
0: yeah he does like speeches and stuff like that now but that's his
1: main source of income
0: yeah because he has to live in russia in russia as if he's for some massive his, criminal
1: for the rest of his life <laughs>
0: And and here's the thing. So I actually uh, about 4 days ago I met a guy who works in uh technical security. Yeah. He actually is a he's a speaker at Defcon. And at last Defcon he was talking about this thing that he was saying, he was telling me about where green laser pointers can actually like really fuck up uh certain like cameras yeah and like there's a way of using laser pointers to pretty so that, much
1: destroy cameras like their ir sensors get fucked up
0: well that and also there's a way of using laser pointers to hack into things because it would it reads the laser as like sound
1: yeah that's how uh, they were hacking into Alexas and stuff or yeah. google they were like aiming it like some like somewhere like right on where the right where they know where the uh, the microphone is or whatever and they're just like sending data or whatever essentially like sound waves <laughs> just like fucking with people's shit. Yeah, yeah, so
0: he was talking about that and I was telling him I was like, "Oh yeah, well we're actually like my podcast is finishing up a a pretty, you know, extensive deep dive on Snowden
1: and his new book and his book. Check it out. Uh, give the U.S. government a little
0: bit more extra money. And I made the mistake of saying, like, yeah, this guy is, like, my hero. Ooh. Because he's really, at the end of the day, he's not my hero. Yeah. He's not.
1: He's my hero. But, I, love, I love Snowden.
0: But this guy who I met, who I'm not going to use his name. No. Because you can actually find him online. He runs a lot of technical security companies. Yeah.
1: He's, he's on that video that I showed you earlier from DEFCON. He's giving uh. a
0: presentation. This guy actually has met Edward Snowden. And he told me he goes, "Listen, what Snowden did actually put our country in a great amount of risk yeah. that we're not going to know about for the next few months to the next couple of years." He's like because and he didn't he didn't exactly elaborate on, as to why. Yeah. But he told me that really what he did was, you know, it, it really endangered a lot of shit that America was doing. And I was thinking about it, and it's true. Because by blowing the whistle, and by making this book, and by all the things that he's done, yeah, it was always thought that the U.S. was spying on everyone because, like, through the internet.
1: Because why wouldn't it?
0: And it was proposed. Yeah. But he came out and told the world, you know, how the country is doing this, how long it's been doing this, how long they can hold your shit, different ways, different programs they use, like, and that really would set back our intelligence community's efforts yeah. that it's been building for like the last like 15, 20 years. So I could see why people in information security and technical security don't find him to be a hero and why a lot of people in government think that he's a criminal. Yeah. But seriously, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's very complicated because we as American citizens deserve to know that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't deserve to have the ability to do anything about it because we don't really understand it, mm-hmm. but we deserve to know. Yeah. Our, our, our entire country was built on knowledge. Right. Like... In the 1700s, the colony's male population had a literacy rate of like 94 or 96 percent. Basically, every single person, were ver- every single man and most all women, were voracious readers. We like just love to consume information, right? And that's why newspapers got so big here. We had more newspapers in America before we were a country than all of England, like fourfold, mm-hmm. because we love knowledge. We love spreading information, spreading knowledge. That's why we used to have giant lecture halls where book writers would go around and just give big lectures. Back in the 18 in the early 1800s, American people were not known to be able to converse. They're only able to lecture. Like they'd be talking, like you and I'd be talking and I'd be like, gentlemen, it has come to our attention. Right. Like as if I'm addressing a crowd.
1: Yeah, it's just me and you.
0: Yeah, they didn't know small talk Ah. because we were all about learning. That's why there were so many schools in America. And so, yeah, we deserve to know this stuff. Right. But I think he honestly gave away too many specifics to the wrong people. That's fair, because
1: yeah, you don't see, want I'm, everyone else knowing your own fucking shit, but at the same time Yeah, I don't know how, how else you, we
0: would have known about it if he didn't you didn't give it to know, anyone else. Because
1: you can't It's not like China, where people in America are like, oh, these are like secrets? I'm going to keep these secrets, because yeah, like the, I think the Chinese people do know some shit that goes on in China that they aren't willing to share with that with the rest of the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's multiple government agencies that don't Yeah, there's like to share.
1: But I mean, like, not, I don't mean like government. I mean like regular citizens. Like, there's there's buildings in China that only Chinese people can go to. Like a Chinese citizen can go to that no one else in the whole world knows what's going on in there, because they like, hmm. they're like, yeah, we'll we'll keep it secret for you, man. Yeah. But I mean, that's not like that it. in America. No, <laughs> like, not at all. We're very loud. If there's like a a, a building that only Americans can go to, it's like the whole world would know about it tomorrow. And they would
0: all know what's going on inside. Yeah. The first uh, person going would come out and be like, oh my God, it's crazy in there, guys.
1: I just Instagram (laughs) recorded everything and I just put it on a public website and everything else. Kind of like Mecca, you know, like only like a pure Muslim can go into the building in the middle of Mecca. Yeah. And like nobody, there's never been a video, there's no pictures, there's no nothing of what's going on in the middle of it. If an American was
0: able to go in there, like, dude. Oh, they would live stream it? Yeah. Yeah. There'd be no secrets. Well, and that's one of the things that got me thinking about. After reading the 10 reasons for deleting all your social media accounts right now and permanent record, I started thinking about the, uh... You ever heard the story of the Tower of Babel? Yeah. How all the people in the world all spoke the same language? And, like, God was all like, man, you guys are fucking... Well, so because they spoke the same language, they... All could to unify, yeah. mm-hmm. and they built a tower to go and talk to God and ask them his que- their questions. Like, dude, I'm not
1: talking to you. So, fuck off.
0: Exactly. God breaks the tower and makes everyone forget that universal language. Yeah. They all create their own individual languages, so we can't converse anymore. And that's why there's been chaos among people and not among us trying to get back to God. Whatever. The internet has become a universal language because think about it. You can go to a web page, right? Like uh iamsterdam.de. It's entirely in Dutch.
2: Yeah, I know. But when know. it
0: loads on your page in Chrome,
1: yeah, Google Translate, it
0: automatically translates all of it into the language that you understand. So you're saying like Google is God. I'm saying that Google is trying to become God.
1: <laughs> Google's going to like fucking destroy the internet.
0: I think
2: like, ah! Be gone with
0: it. Yeah, Google's trying to become everything. Yeah. Same with Amazon. Well. Eventually, people are going to forget that they have the sun and the moon as the great dichotomy of the world. Yeah. And they're going to be like, Google and Amazon. One rises in the east and Amazon sets in the west. <laughs> like, it's going
1: to be that kind of shit someday. Yeah, Google's just going to buy out America and then Amazon's going to buy out China. So it's going to be like... Oh, the great trade wars of Google and Amazon—they're
0: <laughs> going to become amorphous blobs of countries. Yeah, I could see it happening.
1: Like the great, uh, like in the in the great movie that uh, that that it comes out comes true this year, Demolition Man. Uh, the great franchise wars of the tech companies. There's only going to be one tech.
0: Yeah, it could easily be that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's a a Reddit group or not. But there is like a saying on the internet called all praise be to the algorithm. And uh, it's weird. It's crazy. when, Because um, I'll have a friend who sells things on Etsy and stuff. And some months she'll get like $10,000 worth of sales. Other months she'll get 50000 Why? All praise be to the algorithm. Like it's, it's just a random fucking, it's essentially like God.
0: Yeah. I mean, people are honestly treating it like religion.
1: Yeah, cause uh, but the crazy thing about it is that just like you know, if there is a God, uh, Etsy deems thine to be worthy. Oh, you will sell and you will sell, but not you. You will not sell this month. Well,
0: because you gotta think about it, right? With uh, with religion, the idea of believing is truth. I believe in the algorithm, and that's the thing about the algorithm and the internet is it's not belief. Yeah. It is virality.
1: Ah, If something is viral, viral, nature of it,
0: it is true.
1: This is why (laughs) this gets into the name of the podcast. (laughs) And I was thinking Fallout 76 would be a huge success and maybe they might even have a wild
0: wasteland in that too. Oh, you really thought that 76 was going to be a success? I just like the term wild wasteland because it's literally what we're living in. Except there's...
1: No, it's, a, it's...
0: it's More a, land than waste currently, but uh, that <laughs> could flip any day.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's I felt it fitted the name perfectly and the concept perfectly. But,
0: you know, a little so, bit of success from Fallout wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair.
1: That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag uh,
0: Fallout 3 was the best game possible.
1: Uh, New Vegas. Fuck off. New Vegas was definitely the best. Are you fucking kidding me? They had a
0: Caesar who had a fucking exploding power fist one punch and that thing would be gone it had to claim on the front how, that how would that work why are you trying to never mind
1: okay so whatever
0: what i was thinking about with this episode giant robot you know how everyone has the matrix theory right there's oh the, no this, we all
1: live in a fucking matrix i don't think so there's no theory here no i don't think this so This is real life
0: i think if you look at it well enough you real life if you look at real life well enough we're not living in the matrix. We are building it. Currently. Yeah,
1: that's what a matrix is. Well,
0: because look at this. Like we're gonna we're, have
1: a matrix in a matrix.
0: So, with all of the data, is being compiled on everybody's life. Yeah. It would be very easy, for in the future. Robotic, you know. Intelligence. Yeah. To utilize that data of people's full lives, full day to day lives. Yeah. As a basis for a, you know, world that they can live in.
1: So, a matrix.
0: Yeah. I'm saying we're building it now.
1: But how about if we're already in it? And so
0: you're saying we're we're building a box in a box? Yeah,
1: we're definitely a box in 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 a box, box many, in a box, a box. How many how many layers down do you box think we box are? A box. Well, in that in there's that, in no your way theory, to know.
0: But your guess,
1: we could be either because that's the thing. Like there's a, when you're a copy of a copy of a copy, if the copy is picture perfect, which it could be in the alg- in this uh, in this concept that we're creating, it doesn't matter. We could be either the first layer or the 10,000s
0: layer. That's a good point. Just like how uh, we don't know if uh the Mona Lisa that you fly halfway across the, the world and fight a f- pack of Asians to get to see <sighs> is even the real Mona Lisa. Well, cuz it's like 20 feet away in a it's glass behind bulletproof glass. <laughs> yeah. So you don't know if like it's actually the real Mona Lisa.
1: Yeah, national treasure. Is it the real Declaration of Independence or is it just a copy that they have on display because the real one is in A vault? A vault behind Lincoln's head.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's obviously in a vault behind Lincoln's head. Let's put it it in the middle of South Dakota. Exactly, the least populated state. Let's put this piece of paper that we constantly add to in a place that nobody wants to go to. Listen, no one adds to the Declaration of Independence.
1: They add to the Bill of Rights.
0: You mean the Constitution? They... Wait. like, Like constitutional amendments? No, the Bill
1: of Rights is the is the bill of is the ten bills of rights.
0: <laughs> I love when you try and talk about things that you don't understand. So yeah. many hand gestures. Like you're counting for like, some reason.
1: Like this one, and then there's this, and then there's this.
0: And then there was Thomas Paine, and then there was a uh, oh T. S. Eliot. He did a lot of good work. Oh shit. Yeah. But that about wraps up our. Um, Deep dive into this mysterious figure of history. Oh, that we should never let be forgotten because really,
1: it's a real hero, a true hero, a true American hero.
0: He proved to us that while there are the most cameras per capita in the U- in the United Kingdom,
1: well, no, there's uh, there's China, and then number
0: two is Chicago. Well, it's because it's per capita, yeah, that's why the UK wins, yeah, because there's like China what, like- has so many billions of people. <laughs> But the the UK is the most surveilled country that they can see. Yeah. This proves to us that the world is being surveilled by the US. Yeah. The and world our is- own citizens are under constant to the minute daily uploaded yeah. surveillance by our own government. That's why you gotta stay fucking vigilant out there and stay a little wild, you know. Yeah, Keep the government sick. on their toes. Yeah, show
1: sure. jerk off. Like today, if you have an Alexa, if you have a Wi-Fi, a security camera or something like a cat cam. Yeah, like one of those, like two hundred, like a hundred dollar thing that you stick on the wall. You- oh, now I can check in on my cat. And I to- look at it. Oh, it's a cat picture. Oh, it's. A- I get to have a laser. You, you know what you should do today? Look right, look at that fucking camera right in the right in the lens and just furiously masturbate.
0: If you have an Alexa or something that's like more uh, audio, just like profusely vomit next to it and <laughs> fart into it, you know? Yeah, like... I want you farting into this thing enough so that the next time you use it, you get pink eye by proxy.
1: Yeah, like say, Alexa, record this and just mm-hmm. like, I'm jerking off
0: here! Ah! Yeah, be real grotesque with it, please. Yeah. Give them something to listen to. Asshole, asshole, asshole. Vagina. Asshole. <laughs> Penis. That's all you can think of? Asshole. You can't add any adjectives to that?
1: Bubbling putrid green asshole. Ew. Yeah.
0: Ew. That was disgusting.
1: Well, you and know. To think
0: that you want to end an episode on that.
1: Right, you're right. How about sounds like uh, sounds
0: like Shrek with really bad hemorrhoids.
1: Well, you know, like the people listening to you on the other side of that fucking Alexa can actually—they're like, ugh,
0: "Ugh, duh, is this Shrek part yeah, four? Yeah, remember, let's not make their job easier, right?
1: Yeah, make it harder. Yeah. So jerk off onto your Alexa
0: and buy some burner phones
1: and and stop buying stuff from Amazon. Buy local.
0: Yeah, if you can even fucking find a local store anymore. God damn.
1: All I have around me are Amazon bookstores.
0: God damn it. All right. Stay vigilant, stay wild, and tune in next week when we really dig into another fun topic. Yeah. I love you. Don't leave me. Fucking. Oh, come on. I gotta
2: cut that out. I hope so. Go fuck yourself. That was very rude. Bye. I love you.